This is Questionable History by Two Snarky Sisters. I'm Amy. And I'm Beth. This is a podcast about books, specifically historical romances, where we discuss what went well and what was well questionable. This is like our podcast 2.0. We have a lot of new features, such as Care to Make a Wager and The Casting Couch. Each episode, we will dive deep so you can experience the twists and turns right along with us. That means spoilers. We read the books so you don't have to. I mean, you can read along if you want to, but we'll do the heavy lifting. Are we ready? Let's get started. If you're just joining us for the first time, we are reading the book How to Wake a Sleeping Lady by Brie Wolf, and we are reading it chapter by chapter, which Mm -hmm. has been a lot of fun. Again, if you want to read along with us, it's available through Amazon Kindle Unlimited. You can read it for free. And today we are talking about chapter 10, entitled A Carriage Ride. And let's be honest, if you're just joining us, you're going to be hella confused. You are. So go go back. Jump back to chapter one. Catch yourself up. A lot of fun. Catch yourself up. We are. Welcome to our closet where we talk about books. (laughs) Where I keep my sister entrapped for hours at a time (laughs) to talk about a book. Sour Patch Kids. No, I'm very cruel. Okay, so 30 second recap. Essentially, where we are at is that Grant finally told his inconvenient wife, (laughs) Eugenie, (laughs) who is pregnant with his child, that uh, the shit hit the fan and his first wife's alive, so she's out in the cold. Essentially. But he solved it. He found a guy to marry her. What every woman needs. A man to save her. And her bastard child. In this day and age, unfortunately, that is the case for Jeannie. It is really sad. But his his great good friend and mentor from his youth, Adrian, um, is going to marry Eugenie. But the twist is that he's a recluse called the Beast of Raven Grove, dun, dun, and dun. she has to come live with him, and he won't he won't basically take her about, but he'll give her the protection of his name and make sure she's not, like, in Ostracized danger. And, exactly. Yeah, protect she'll be safe, harm. she'll be fed, a safe place for the kid, blah, blah, blah. But Adrian's got some baggage, which we don't know about. We are hoping that we get a few more glimpses in this book, but we know for sure that they, Eugenie and Adrian, are the focus of book two. In this chapter, entitled A Carriage Ride, uh, basically, uh, we were wrong, and it is... <laughs> and I am very upset that we were <laughs> wrong. It's a whole chapter basically de- dedicated to Nessa and uh, Grant bringing her home from the Abbey. So, at the very beginning, they are kind of, like, standing in front of the Abbey, and she's kind of ready to to, to embark on this. Now, here's what I found interesting that okay. I want to point out. Uh, a finely dressed coachman sat up front on, on the coach. A footman stood by the door of the coachman. And it says, while the footman had merely glanced in her direction, the hint of a smile on his face, the coachman stared at her rather wide-eyed before regaining his composure and forcing his gaze back up ahead. Clearly, he had known her from before, Nessa surmised. And my note was, uh, yeah, because that was the lady you were hired to kill and she's not dead. Yes. Because I'm still 100% behind some sort of conspiracy. My spider senses are tingling, Beth. Right? Because that's weird to that be like. rebirthed the conspiracy theory in me. Exactly. I'm like, is this the coachman exactly. from the accident? Because the coachman would have to know that they're going to pick up. The household and has to like, know <gasps> by now, right? She's going to remember me. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm uh-huh. right there with uh-huh. you. I was I'm like, so excited. Let's see where this I'm goes. So excited. Yeah. 
Because, sadly, we're excited to imagine that someone wanted Nessa dead. Because that would be more interesting than watching them rekindle their love. Tis true. I'm just going to say it right now. In the next 200 pages. Yes. So, um, basically, Grant, are you ready to go? And um, she's nervous because for three years, all she's known is this Abby. So, she's like, in a minute, she gives a big hug to Sister Anne. You know, I'll miss you. You've been a wonderful friend to me. I was just like, okay, so here's Nessa. She's going back. And then her husband's there. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So is that it for Jeannie? Like, we're just going to skip over the transfer from Jeannie to Adrian? I don't know. Are we going to go back to that? Because it was a little bit unclear how much time has passed yeah. from the last chapter to now. So at first I thought, oh, the carriage just came for Nessa and Nessa's going to go home to Wentford. But then Grant being Grant's there. Grant's there. And remember in the last chapter, he said, within a night, it will all be resolved. Yeah. So I'm like, so is this a week later? Is this like 10 days from when he first found Nessa? Like right. what's happening right now? Yeah. It's I'm unclear. I'm still holding out hope because by the end of the chapter, they haven't gotten home yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, So I'm still holding out hope that maybe it's a process and it will be like, take Nessa home and then tell her or in the yeah. in the in the coach tell her about Are eugenie talk about it? right yeah they have, have to meaningful conversation they have to like or they don't talk about it in this chapter i know so and they're still in the carriage chapter, by the end of the chapter yeah. so we're kind of like they have to right i mean you'll probably hear livid screaming the next week <laughs> when they haven't because that's grant's mo but again like we're at that place of like yeah. Okay, like he's finally got her alone. It's time to just lay it all yes. out and be honest. Yeah. Because he chose not to be honest with Eugenie. Yeah. Surely he'll be honest with the wife he adores, right? You would think. When he has to rebuild trust with her, right? Yeah. But um, no, I don't think so because <laughs> she is the one that brings up we need to have honest conversations. Amy's face I is like, have you met Grant? <laughs> I'm like, how are you the one still holding out optimism for this guy? He's been a douche to you because since I'm scared chapter for Nessa, three. I think. I'm scared for her being pulled from her safe environment well, of the Abbey that. and you then thrust into all this unknown stuff. And then, like, all these surprises keep bombarding her. I don't know. I'm worried. Well, you should be because that is ex- legit exactly what's going to happen. And no. it's based on their interactions in this chapter because she basically is like, I'm going to tell you how it is and I'm going to tell you where I'm at. And I'm going to be honest with you. But at first she's like, but I'm worried because I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I don't know how you react because I don't know you. I literally do not know you. Exactly. And he's like, you can tell me anything. That's the one thing that Grant's not really thinking of. I was just going to say, Nessa knows that she is struggling to trust and it's all new and different. Yes. But Grant is so self-centered. In his head, it's all just happy, go lucky, yay. Yes. And he's not really paying attention to the fact that she might be scared and worried. Yes. And and that's why I think she felt the need to tell him. So that she could be like, I just want you to understand, I'm not going to respond in the way you want me to respond. I'm not yeah. going to feel quickly what you want me to feel yeah. and I need to feel like I'm in a safe place where that's okay and I can tell you how I'm feeling and I can yeah. be honest with you without hurting your feelings and we can have good honest conversations and I kept waiting that's your window grant here you go let's yeah. say okay then in full disclosure I'm going to be honest with you how I've been living the last three years of my life and let's have this open conversation because the last words sister Anne said to Nessa were essentially go and trust in yourself trust that you'll be able to tell friend from foe sincerity from lies and i feel like that's foreshadowing a little bit yes but i i agree with you i'm so glad that nessa is willing to 
care for herself yes. and be like, listen, we got to be honest about what we're going to do here yes. or whatever, you know? Yeah. I think that it was a pivotal moment in the story because Nessa has been kind of just letting the whims of him and whatever without her memory, the Abby even, like, take her. Yeah. And she's finally saying, okay, I am committed to this. You say you're my husband, so okay, yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to rebuild those memories and build a life with you again. But I like how she's like, don't expect me to be intimate with you right up yeah. front. Don't, that's going to have to build because I we don't know you. From square you one. are a stranger uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. And I don't want you making me feel pressured, uncomfortable, expectations. I want to feel of safe because yeah. otherwise it's, it's not going to work. And I just feel like because, she, you know, she's in this really hard place of I'm putting a lot a lot of trust in you because mm-hmm. if, if I don't know you from Adam and if if you are a violent person, if you would beat me, if you would, you know, I don't know that. I don't yeah. know if you will react poorly. And so it really was brave of her to be like, I need to say this, but I need this to be a safe place yeah. where I can say it. And he's kind of like, you can tell me anything. I know you so well. Right? I'm like, you've known her for, you knew her four years. One of That's her, it. Right? One of her self-reflective thoughts is he knew more about her than she knew herself. And that was truly unsettling. And I think that's exactly what you're describing. Yeah. She's aware enough to be kind of like, I I don't even hardly remember myself. And yeah. you claim to know me. But as Amy just pointed out, we, they're only married for four years, four years before she disappeared. Exactly. So that's a, a long time. But sure, you can get to know someone time. really well. But she she was with her father and single for longer mm-hmm. than, you know how for you reach that point years, in your marriage where you're like, longer, whatever. I've been married longer than, than I was single. ever single. Yeah. And that's yeah. when that spouse can say, I know you so well. Right? Because right? the majority of your life at that point has been with that other person. Yeah, Whereas exactly. they had four years and they haven't seen each other in three years. Mm-hmm. And a lot can happen in three years. And a lot has happened to Nessa losing her memory and having three years of existence that truly Grant has no idea about. Exactly. And he's never sat down and talked to her about it. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of what I'm hoping for in the next chapter too is more of like, or in the the rest of the book, tell me about your life at the Abbey. Tell me about what you enjoyed. What tell brought you new, peace? Let me meet the new. Yeah, Nessa, because exactly. You are new. You are I not, find you beautiful and intriguing. You're not going to be the same because woman that's a trap. Three years ago, exactly. That's a trap for him. If he just assumes that they're going to go back to how it was, she's got to be like, listen, dude. I have a feeling that's going to be the major besides her finding out about the whole genie which is baby, gonna be a mess yeah a lot of their conflict is going to be him wanting the nessa that's from right three four years exactly ago, who i wanted you to and be and she's yeah. not that woman and i think that's what she's trying to tell him in this chapter but i think grant just doesn't get it i think he's yeah. saying what he thinks he needs to say but i just have no faith that he actually is emotionally mature enough to to accept that right so they have a little exchange when they get in the in the thing the carriage you mean the carriage okay. thank you <laughs> can't think of the word <laughs> they have this moment where so like he, he he makes a little joke he makes her laugh yeah. and so i i get the sense that he's like huh i know this woman huh? yes but then her thought about like you know more than i know about myself that's unsettling i'm like does he true my note to self does he truly know you that well because i'm not convinced 
I, from the time they first met, I had this feeling that he's like, we're soulmates and I'm going to marry you. And you're like, dude, you just met her. You literally don't know her. I was drawn I to you, what... your beauty, whatever the thing is. And you're like, hello. Like, I think that's how well what the you truly know each other. did wrong. Okay. Is this book should have had their relationship develop for for a, a few chapters mm-hmm. and then she go skip ahead three years we needed to see missing. the beautiful idyllic life that they had it could have been like buy in chapter was the, cha- the prologue was their meet cute mm-hmm. the first chapter could have been the first year of their marriage right the second chapter could have been the, the birth of year millie of even or something yeah or, the you third know, chapter yay. the third year of their marriage the fourth like give us a glimpse of mm-hmm. their life together i would be more invested uh, i would understand fine. the genie yes. stuff better all of that would make more sense yes. to me if I had been committed like to this couple before it happened. It's like the book is lopsided. Yeah. We got too little of the You're pre the pre stuff. That we, these are the, a love for the ages, but yes. we didn't see. Although that. interesting counterpoint, yeah. but along that line, I was just thinking: Could it be that the author did that on purpose so that we feel unsettled the way Nessa feels unsettled? It's an interesting thought. Yeah, she's a really good author. If, if that, that was, was the way, right? Yeah, I, I'm maybe. curious to see. Right, I mean, I. That's the only reason I can see it she's being a, good a choice that works. Because of our rage, and we're supposed right? to have these visceral right? reactions to what he's doing. Yeah, she's either the most amazing author or so stuck in Regency Mad Libs that <laughs> we're just supposed to accept this as fact that Seriously. they loved each other so much three yeah. years ago. I don't know. I just, uh, as we read more and more, I'm realizing that's what I'm missing. I, I, I honestly am reading this chapter and I don't care about these two characters. Well, if we're supposed to, I think, reach this point of like, oh, good. Now we get to see them fall in love again. Yeah. But I'm like, but we never really saw them fall in love ever. So right. it feels bizarre and not cheap exactly, but just empty. There's some like vacancy to it that I'm like, but I don't have a richness of their past no. to lean on and be like, oh, this is beautiful to see them come and together. Guess what? You know, if they had completely eliminated the whole genie storyline and the pregnancy, I and added that little bit in, I would have been more invested in their love story. If this was a book about lost love yeah. found that didn't add the her. The horrific, the horrific complexity of, the of this Eugenie poor bit. young mm-hmm. girl whose life is now ruined because through no fault of her own. The only point of having that is to make a link between book one and book two of this and series it's not because it wasn't needed. No. Eugenie could have been someone who Eugenie was Eugenie could have been his adrift. sister that got knocked up and then he goes to his friend. Eugenie didn't her. have to be pregnant at all. That's Eugenie true. could have been a woman who had lost her brother and her father yeah. and her guardian didn't like her and blah, blah, blah. And somehow the beast of Ravenmore got wind of it and felt compelled to help her because of whatever that backstory sure. is. Sure, sure. It could have been completely independent. Oh, you're independent. right. The whole, it could have been the whole same. The oh, same backstory. And so somehow. So jump in and save her at the last yeah, minute. Yeah. You're right. Totally somehow he gets unrelated. a letter from someone that referenced that because Lord Pembroke Broke's daughter is, you know, and blah, I know blah, it's blah. only loosely based on a fairy tale, but I'm like, how did Sleeping Beauty had have that? Because I thought for a for a split second in the very beginning, when we didn't know Jeannie, I thought, is she going to become some kind of like wicked, like manipulative a foe of some sort, yeah, or something? And and yeah. that's she's kind of like the 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 witch that put her under the spell, exactly. Kind of thing, right? That's gonna fight it, and but blah, it didn't blah, go blah. that way. No. And so then I'm like, who is this other character from the? Why Sleeping is this Beauty? other character? So yeah. I just I'm really having a hard time 
looking past that but because I don't understand the point of it in this story and caring about the Eugenie these two. thing. Yeah. Okay. I have a few thoughts. Okay. So we're gonna go through them, along with what you're saying. Okay. The first thought I was having was I totally agree. If this book didn't have Eugenie, it'd be easier, and I wouldn't even need as much of a backstory. That's true. On. Grant and Nessa it just kind without of Eugenie. It up it I would have been like, yeah. weird, abbreviated, but oh, okay. okay, cool. I get to watch them fall in love yes. again. Yay. It's... And so like, what you were saying about Eugenie potentially being the, the Maleficent yes. of the of yeah. this tale, I'm wondering if his mom is going to be that character. Oh, like my conspiracy theory? Exactly. Yeah. Because that ties in her uh, willfully choosing to separate and, them. Yeah. From one another. Yeah, she legit put her under the exactly. amnesia spell. But again, she could have done all of that. Without Eugenie and it, being. And she was thwarted because Grant refuses to get remarried. Right? It would have been ten times right? better. And we would have had, like, less stress, feel, lower blood pressure for all of these like episodes. I it was. And I don't say this disparagingly because because overall I think Brie Wolf is an interesting writer. I obviously mm-hmm. she, she has interesting ideas. Interesting ideas and I'm having a reaction to her book. I'm just so baffled about why we had to do that to Jean in this book. Yeah, why was that it's not the best needed way to do it in the book at all. Unless it comes up in a way right? that's gonna either it blow all comes full mind. circle and we're like, oh, right? Wow. So I'm I'm struggling reading this chapter because I don't I care about Nessa, but I don't care about the scenes with Grant because I don't like Grant. Well, and I think that's what's the weird part. We care about Nessa, but we're afraid of how Grant's going to hurt her, or at least that's what I want to say. Or I'm I selfishly I don't want Grant gonna... to have happiness. I don't think he mm. deserves it. I'm having a hard yeah. time being it like, is, yeah. you deserve to have the love of your life. Yeah. You destroyed Jeannie's life. Right. And you get to just walk well, away and have your happily and ever after. Eugenie has a redemption of she's totally happy with Adrian. It's the love of her life. And they're golden. We don't get that closure, probably, till the end of book two. Does that make any sense? Yes. So, like, we're just and stuck in this mode of, like... You just fudged around with Jeannie's life and didn't care. You, that's not that's fair. That's it. He's shown zero remorse. If he yeah. had taken months to resolve this, and what am I going to do? I mean, I know he didn't have the time because she made her pregnant, too, which right? is, again, a complexity. I don't like. I feel There's like, no are you going to keep dumping that. on this girl, this yeah. poor girl? Like, is she going to break her leg? Lose and a leg. Then, right? And now she has consumption, and now her <laughs> baby's going to die and be stillborn. Like, how much more can you dump on this Word. poor woman? When it's superfluous and not needed to the story. And I have a really hard time with authors that put plot points into their books that just that aren't needed, aren't needed yeah. and aren't necessary. And so, and that are there, ju- it's like soap opera esque. They're just yes, adding drama and strife like and whatever rather than a, just a being. A telenovela. But not a like good I'm fun what, one. Just no. like, ugh, an irritating one. Well, the telenovelas are never good fun because this is what it's like. And then I come back from the dead and then I do this That's and true. we close this trap. And it's true. just tripe. That is it just it's noisy and you don't need it. So another thing that I want to point out in this that I liked about Nessa in her thinking, because, again, Nessa is a very intelligent woman, I think. Right. So as Amy talked about, she brought up this idea of expectations and she talks to Grant a little bit. She asks him directly. She states her fear that she might disappoint him. But then she says um, to herself, she's thinking She's torn between the need to be honest and the need to feel at peace, to be safe. What if he got angry? Who could she turn to? And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. I I do inherently trust Grant to be a safe person. 
But I realize she doesn't necessarily no. know that. So she's uprooting and being placed in an environment where she's like, who are my allies? What am exactly. I going to do? And at this point, she still hasn't seen her father. I know, which again, I don't understand why. You didn't take the dad with you and let that, that be a buffer first... and like. I stand by it. That's who she was expecting. Mm -hmm. I would be like, I'm not going anywhere with you until I see the man that is supposedly my father. And I want proof that you are who you say you are. Like, I just, I feel like she's taking a lot on faith. She is. And so she said, she asked him about would he be, um, he's like, I promise I won't run or bite. And so she had said, or be disappointed. And he says, I know I'm a stranger to you. And I admit freely that I hate that you don't remember me. And he says, I know I need to be patient and not pressure you. And yet I want nothing more but dot, dot, dot. Right. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, dude, it drives me crazy that you are still putting an, an unspoken pressure on her. Yeah. You're still stating that your desire and expectation is this. Why can't you come out with like, I will be patient with you. Yeah. It's as long okay. As it takes. Because he's not actually saying that. No. I know I need to be patient with you, but. I don't want to be. Exactly. I want to go back to exactly how we That's, were. This person couldn't even wait three years. No. Who he, he allegedly loved her so much he couldn't wait three years because he had to move on with his life or whatever. I just find it hard to believe he'll yeah. be actually very patient with her. No. Because was that before or after she's like straight out tells him, I don't want you pressuring me. I don't, she says, I hope you don't expect us to return to our old life. That's before. And I feel like she's implying sexual, She is. She's trying, in her intimacy. awkward way, she's trying to be like, listen, dude, I, I understand you're my husband in on paper, but like, I don't know you from Adam, so we are not sleeping in the same room. We are yeah. not having relations. But she's dancing around it because remember, legally at that time, He's allowed to. She's her prop, his property yeah. type of thing. Like, she it's bullshit, but it. whatever. Which, again, get proof of that before you get into a carriage with someone who's virtually a stranger Seriously. To you. Seriously. There's a little, like, cute interlude. I think we're supposed to be like, oh, it's, like, flirty a little bit. And then he does something. There's something about her always rolling her eyes. Yeah, him, it's supposed right? to be, like, cute and, like, this humor, like, oh, I'm, I'm so happy to see that again. You used to always roll your eyes at me. And I almost got the impression from her she's kind of like, eh. Like, Again, okay, okay it's I not familiar to, to me. Yeah. I, it doesn't have a resonance with me. I, mean, I don't get it. I think we're supposed to, she realizes then, she realizes how often she's rolling her eyes right. with him. And so it's like, oh, I do do that a lot. And so they have like a shared laugh. But I don't know what is off-putting to me about Grant. I just feel like, again... He wants her to keep doing it because he remembers that from Nessa of old. Maybe and remember the program, or like you said, because he's not asking her. Tell me what your life at the Abbey's been like yeah. the last three years. I noticed your hand, your fingers are dirty. Are you? Do you? Are you into gardening? Have remember you been... the prologue and the stalker vibes of like, you're so beautiful. Let's get married. It was rush, 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 yeah. uh, overwhelming her almost. Right. Yeah. They referenced that Grant had to ask 17 times or whatever yeah. ridiculous thing it was before she said yes and some of this. But I get that weird, oppressive, predatory almost of like vibe off of him. It drives me crazy. I think it's rush, the obsessive. Rush, rush. Yes. I think it's the, uh, I think it this was the This is what fact. I want. Let's do it. I think it was the fact. And yeah, you're right. We don't know what time. But let's be honest. It's been a week. It, he did it within the Senate. Sunday or whatever. Mm -hmm. So at the most seven, 10 days total since he found 10 her. days he went from my wife is dead I'm married to someone else building a family I'm with her. I'm just going to this abbey to appease to, me. Nerd. 
Yeah. I have my wife back and now I need to woo her and make her love me again. I got to make her love the me. Man, I got, she's got to love me. Yes, I'm not whole and, and she doesn't love obsession. me or something. And you, it's uncomfortable. And so then it doesn't feel natural. Yes. And she is trying to push back. I will say that I like Nessa yeah. laying down the boundaries and trying to push back. But at the yeah. same time, she, she thinks she's to being herself, swayed by him yeah. a little bit and being like, oh, I rolled my eyes again. You're right. I must do that a lot. Like, again, mm-hmm. it's like. I th- yeah, he just wants to rush it. And I don't know where it's going yet. And I think that's why I'm just like frustrated because I'm like, are you are are you trying to give a true characterization of what it must be like? And it and it is possible that someone would react as aggressively as this in the situation. Is that a a real response or I think for that type of personality, maybe I, a lot of people would be like, okay. I feel like nothing else. I lot. would be awkward. I want to give you space. I feel like I would be like. I don't want you to be scared and silence. run away. Yeah. I just but want don't you, you to feel but safe. But like, I feel like in the carriage ride, I'd be like, I. This is awkward. Like, I feel like I'd be telling that. Like, I'm not sure, you know, what we should talk about. Like, you know, I would be also be expressing how I feel. Like, this feels awkward to me. I I know you so well, but it feels like. <sighs> You look at me like I'm a stranger and like I feel yeah. like I'd it'd be more reciprocal and sharing like where we're at and what our feelings are. Well, how is it that he lunges initially when he sees her to hug her and give her a kiss and she's like, I don't even know you. And then he's like lamenting that to his friend, but he's not using that as a place as of like reflection. Whoa, whoa. Maybe okay. I need to change. Maybe this is a scared little rabbit, so to speak. And he knows she's strong of character or whatever, but like, oh, she's. She's scared. Let me give her space and be like, it's okay. We will just take our time. We don't have have to share a room. I won't visit. Like, he could be laying down this stuff to prove that he understands and he'll take his time. Instead, he looks butthurt about it when she's like, no, 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 we we can't do that. And she's like, well, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm like, stop. You're allowed to hurt him. You're allowed to be like, I'm sorry, but no. This is how I feel safe. Exactly. This is how it's going to be. If you don't respect exactly. this, leave me at the Abbey. Exactly. They'll take care of me. And so then in this carriage ride, basically he <laughs> he sort of agrees to take things slow, but kind of not really. In my opinion, the way I read it, he's like, basically like, okay, okay, I hear you. But it's almost like a we'll see. And in his in his mind, in my mind, he's like, no, I'm going to woo you. Exactly. You're not going to be able to resist my charm just like the first time. I wear you down till you accept me. I guess, too, what's jarring to me or I'm just not jiving with is within this chapter, it'll be like, she liked him and found his manner appealing, though shocking at times. And then she admits, but she doesn't feel love for him in her heart. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, but I still think it's weird for you to be like, I like him. I find you appealing. I'm like, this is your second conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And Besides that one letter. Besides that one letter yeah. where you thought he might be hiding something from yes! you. Like, I just am like. It doesn't make any sense. I'm so baffled. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll read more and more chapter at least to see what else they talk about. Right. The I don't one, feel like anything was really resolved in this chapter. The one good thing I think that came out of this chapter is he does tell her, with you, I've always felt it ease to speak my mind. And she's like, I don't mind as long as you don't mind if I do the same. And he's like, I welcome it. You know, say what you wish. And she's like, you won't hold it against me. You won't get angry. And he's like... I can't promise to be fond of every word you say, but essentially he's like, I think it's the only way for us to get to know each other again. So okay. I do appreciate that, that he is inviting That's this optimistic. honesty. 
But, but, oh, wait, oh, wait, he forgot to tell her about something. Oh, that's right. So he believes in honesty as long as no one mentions Eugenie. That's what it feels like right now. Beth, it's because Eugenie no longer exists for him anymore. He solved that problem. Oh, my gosh. She's void and null. That's what the solicitor said. She's void, Beth, which means she never existed. And there was never a baby that was his. That's Adrian's baby now. And Adrian's Mm -hmm. wife got nothing Mm -hmm. to do with him. It's so frustrating. Basically, they, again, kind of vaguely decide, like, you get the impression that he's probably maybe going to respect her space or whatever. But then um, he does say, I would never force you into my bed if that's what you're afraid of. But he doesn't say, I won't pressure you. No, he's totally going to be like, I'm going to see you. He's going to try. The wheels in his brain, they are returning. And their turning is, oh, I can seduce you. Because what he says is, should you, however, find yourself curious about our shared past, all you have to do is ask. Wink, Grinning, he wink. winked at her, right? Nudge, nudge. And my, uh, my comment was like... That's my eye roll. Right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a vomit bucket next to me with that one. <laughs> Just say, whenever you're ready, I'll yes. be here. We're not, I'm not going anywhere. He doesn't get we'll it. take our that time. She doesn't feel that way for him. I know. It's like not clicking in his brain. And I'm just worried that it's going to be 20 more chapters of this awkwardness. And that's what I'm not looking forward to. Okay. So Nessa is pondering as we're closing out the the chapter. Basically, they have a little chuckle moment where she rolls her eyes at it again. And, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't bother you I roll my eyes. No, it means no matter how I, I antagonize you, you still love me. And then... There's this moment where it's awkward, like their faces fall almost yeah. because she kind of is like, huh, like, like, do I love you? I don't even know you. And so they're acutely aware of this chasm that stood between them. And I them really whatever. did like that comment. Yeah. To so at least acknowledge, like, you're both kind of forcing it. You're yeah. trying to make yeah. this intimate and real when really you're you are you're not you there don't yet. know neither of you neither are there not real. So I did he, like that. He's living in the he past. Wants... He's not living here. No. In this moment. And so Nessa goes on to reflect. She says, is there truly a chance for us? She's reflecting how her memories haven't actually seemed to want to come back. Right. And she's like, there's moments of vague things feeling familiar, but is that wishful thinking? So she's reflecting on all of these things. This is that awkward moment for me when I just want to kind of put this book aside (laughs) and jump to book two. (laughs) Because I, it just feels awkward. I don't know how to describe it. I am just in this place of like, Ugh, is this going to be 10, 20 more chapters yeah. of this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm just like, do you guys even like each other? What is this? Basically, this is her husband then. She, he comes back at the end of the chapter saying, I shall fight to reclaim your heart. And then we'll live happily ever uh. after the way we should have from the beginning. And oh she's somehow gosh. like touched by this vow. And I'm just like, what? Oh, that's his dragon he has to slay to oh. get to her and wake her up is her amnesia not remembering oh this is all going to be about her getting, getting the her memories to memory back. Oh. i don't know huh i don't know maybe so, i'm making, maybe i'm getting too deep i think it's a little bit meta as they say <laughs> but maybe because otherwise i don't know what the conflict is unless the conflict becomes his mother and then we're just fighting against her theory. but that seems so small the the big the big challenge has to be Will they fall in love? I don't know. So basically, the chapter ends with Nessa saying, tell me about the moment we met, because she's curious to learn more about the man she had married and the woman she had once been. 
One more thing I want to throw out there as my last call. Okay. And that is, finally, we have the return of Moss Green Ice. Yes! That was my last call, too. <laughs> Twice. Once Moss yes. Green and once just green or yes. whatever. But I'm like, Add them to the count. It's Add been a while. Add to the counter. I was missing it. I was like, what color is his eyes again? I've forgotten. Well, because he green. never reflects as he's shaving it on his own moss green eye. So it can only be in the Nessa chapters yes. that we get to know what color his eyes are. Well, in let's case thank goodness forgot. for that. Because there are authors I've read where the person themselves continuously tells us the color of their eyes. Right. I'm like, why are you talking about your eyes so much? Seriously. Predictions or wagers. What you got? What you got? <laughs> so one that I really hope doesn't happen and it will mean we don't finish this book is the rest of the book will consist of him wooing his wife in the carriage ride home <laughs> just 200 Longest chapters of this no it can't be because no, we have to have the dad and away. Millie or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah that's it's hilarious my funny prediction i still think that he will not tell her about genie it's gonna come out from someone else i think it's gonna come out at home somehow whether it's Millie or the mom, I think it's one of those two that's going to drop the bomb. Not her own dad. I don't think it'll be Maynard. So let's. And play... I don't think it'll be Grant, which is the saddest part of this. It is. But let's play devil's advocate okay. for a minute. And okay. let's assume he's a better person than we think he is. And he does tell her. <laughs> I love how that's the devil's advocate part of this. Yeah. Let's assume let's that assume he's, he's not a do trash the right person. Thing. Okay. And this is, again, going back to what would I do in the situation? When would be a good time to broach this? When is the right time? Because... Nessa is really overwhelmed about everything and everything going on. And that would be a lot to put on her place and guilt to give her when she's also not, not done something wrong. So it's, it's like, a when's a healthy place? Question. But here's the interesting thing. So yeah. if we are truly giving the benefit of the doubt to everybody, yeah, none of them did anything wrong. No, right? that's true. Even Grant. So if we're really, really, really being honest, then although it would hurt and be scary for her to hear it, she has to face the reality that everybody else has to face. That's this true. crazy thing happened. No one could have predicted this. Oh my goodness. A miracle. You're still alive. But I assumed you were dead reasonably two years after you had never showed up. Like, I'm so allowed really, to move on with my life. it's just going to get worse and worse until he tells her because then she's going to be like, why did you hide this from me? Yeah. So what I feel is the best time to tell her was when he first was dropping the bombs on her, we're married, we have a daughter, you blah, 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 and be like, and I need to tell you this. I held out hope for two years that you were alive, and I, I hate to say it, but I gave up hope, and I decided for our daughter's sake I needed to get married again. He rushes into all these things. I honestly think it would be would have been better to tell her so she had a week to process with the sisters at the Abbey and, like, think I, I think it's terrible to drop it on her later. Yes. I'm with you, except maybe not that first day, but maybe have gone away and then be like, but I'm going to come back. Can I come back and visit you? Like we were talking yeah, about like, originally. Like, let's why have, didn't he stay a week reconnect. in the village and yeah. just keep visiting? Can I visit you again tomorrow? That's true. And then sit her down privately, not embarrassingly in front of yeah. the abbess and someone else, but like, can we go to the garden? I need to talk to you about something. And then yeah. kind of share that. So, like, I agree. It's like, it should have been sooner rather yeah. than later. And if he, he should have spent, handled all of this If he so had spent a week in the village, it could have been like, I am your husband. Yeah. Your name is Agnes Bottombrook. Yeah. You're blah, blah, blah. And he's like, this is a lot. 
You know, and yeah. he could be like, I'm going to go away. I'm going to come back tomorrow. We'll yeah. talk some more. Just, just process. Because even if in the spur of the moment he hadn't thought and of it. And he can and write then a quick realizes... note that's like, yes, Maynard, it's her. She's alive. Yes. I'll give you more details later. Just just be be patient. Yes. Right? It's a lot for her. Yes. And then be like, okay, Jeannie, so. sorry. I found the mess up. Uh-huh. We'll talk I know about it's it a when lot. I get Don't home. worry. We'll take yeah. care of you. You will not be abandoned. You'll be okay. And then it would yeah. be like, okay, Nessa, remember how we're married? There, I need to tell you more. It's a yeah. lot, but I need you to just yeah. bear with it. We'll figure this out. But he's yeah. not—he's not, he's impetuous and impulsive. Yeah. He does stupid stuff. Because he doesn't. Ugh. He just wants to be together Amy, and it all perfect. If we ever had a <laughs> spouse if I'm amnesia, in this situation, exactly, yeah. we can handle it. This 10 is times what I what you want to do. Okay, so I just briefly, I think when they do get home, and I think they'll be home soon, Maynard, of course, will be overjoyed. I think, like, what, one more chapter of them oh, driving yeah. and then Because it home? didn't seem that yeah. far from the Abbey to his house uh-huh. when he went up to uh-huh. get her. And, you know, Maynard will be overjoyed. Millie will be shy and have to warm up to her. And the Dowager will be furious, rude, oh. and standoffish. Right? That makes sense because if this was Nessa's perspective chapter, we'll have a carriage perspective uh, chapter probably from... You're right. And what's then his name? Probably and then probably her... Uh oh, I'm like this is my yeah. new house. What's going yeah, yeah, on? Yeah. Perspective. Do you think that um I called her Molly? Do you think Millie will remember her right away? No. Um. Do you think she'll spark any more memories for yes. Nessa quickly, so, or do you think it'll take I time? I think that Millie was just too young. Yeah. It's a three year old. Even though that's like your mom, they didn't have like photographs the same yeah. way. So and they never even I I don't recall them referencing a portrait of her that. That they talk about well, a reference. Then, three is just really young. Well, I mean, like to image wise, yeah. but like if, if you have a portrait in the oh, drawing room and that's to be your like, mom or whatever, telling her all the time, and they tell stories and they reference it. Oh, okay. So she might not recognize her to feel comfortable around her, but she might be like, "Whoa, that's I recognize your f- picture." Um, I do think that Millie is the most likely to bring back some of those memories or her dad, but I think she's more likely to have quick memories with her dad and slower memories with Millie just because okay. again like you were saying earlier she knew her dad yeah for so long yeah but she didn't know Millie as long but it's yeah. like your kid but like I think if she was going to have quick memories with Millie the the name would have triggered things More. and it would have been like oh my gosh I can almost picture a, a little one with yeah. dark hair or whatever yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and I feel like that's missing so yeah okay. I think it'll be and then my last wager question is is that a wrap on Jeannie? Will we hear from her or hear about her? Will there be, besides it the shit hitting the fan when she finds out. Yeah. Literally Jeannie, will we ever see her again in this book? Um, I want Jeannie to still be at home when Nessa comes home and be part of the transition and discussing what's happening but I think that you're right, that it'll be like, Jeannie who? And it's like she's erased <laughs> from the house almost. Right. And just gone. Like and Millie will start to reference her and it'll be like. I would not be surprised if we literally only maybe hear those references to Jeannie and we never see or hear from her directly again. Yeah. Until book two. Yeah. I want it different, but I don't think I agree. get it. I think you're right. All right. So bringing it to the big screen, there is one character we can cast and that is the potentially nefarious coachman (laughs) allegedly Uh, i don't care about the footman he's a throwaway extra but this this coachman i'm like let's let's assume that there is a conspiracy and he is nefarious who are we thinking i have no idea 
I think trying to blank on this one. It, it, the, the character... I was imagining oldish. Interesting. Not like young, young. Because my thought was young in the sense of like, say, 30 or something, really? right? Really? No, and here's why. Young enough to be stupid enough to want some easy money to go for this plan. Uh... Maybe. But I could see the old end of that, too. I guess I've always heard Coachman referred to as old. That's true. That's a trope, kind of, yeah. But I'm like, you're right. They must have started young at some point. Unless the footmen are the young ones and the coachman is older. For some reason, I imagine them with really bushy eyebrows. So who's an actor with really bushy? To be, I guess, for the surprise look, to be like, (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like a young Peter Gallagher, (laughs) you know, like really big eyebrows. Peter Gallagher is probably the right age now, though. There you to go, do right? Thing. He could do it. But young, I see what you mean. Being immature enough to be yeah, like, oh. stupid enough to think that that's a quick buck. That killing someone is justifiable. To... Right. Unless her idea was never to kill her, just to like get her out of the way. But she couldn't have planned her to have amnesia. That was she a happy couldn't ever. It would have to accident. be killing. Yeah. So sorry. Do you have anyone in mind? No, <laughs> I can picture a vague character. Yeah, but you know I what can't I mean? picture so maybe an face. Unknown. This has got to be another. But that's unknown. what my thought was: was a youngish, youngish big eyebrow, <laughs> stupid enough to fall for this plan or whatever. Go yeah. along with it. A young because Don Knotts, the, <laughs> right? If the Dowager, but like Don Knotts from Private Eyes, yeah, not like the the um the bumbling the bumbling Andy Griffith version of of um. Uh, Barney Fife. Yes. But instead, the sort of like the smarter option of like a thinker of some sort, but still not very smart. Right. Yeah. I just kind of see it young enough to go for it. Oh, because if the the mother-in-law is behind it or whatever, I feel like it would have to be that type of thing of like, you can do this. No one will ever know. I'll pay you. Your job will be secured. Blah, blah, blah. In some way. You know what I mean? And he'd have to buy into all of that. That's true. Yeah. Rather than, I guess, part of me feel like an older guy would be like, uh, you don't technically pay my paycheck. The guy who loves this woman does, so... Unless the plot thickens and she has something to blackmail him for, and that's why he has to go through with it. That kind of makes more sense in some ways, though. Because why would you be willing to risk killing? You'd be hanged. Well, yourself, too, in the sense that he was thrown and... Allegedly hit his head. Allegedly hit his head. That's true. (laughs) That could all be faked. Huh. All right. We'll see where that goes. Done. done. Probably going nowhere. I know. Of course <laughs> it will. Okay. I tell you, the whole rest of the book is going to be them in the carriage. It's going to be. They're going to have another carriage accident. <laughs> and then they both have amnesia. All right. <laughs> no comment on I that just, one. No, I just processed what you said. <laughs> Twist! Now the Millie's the one that's like, Mommy, okay, Daddy. Let me tell you about your okay. life. Okay. I'd almost like it better if Grant forgot that he's such a dork and he's he acted so better. so obsessed with Nessa. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, we could so write a better book. All right. So if you enjoy our hijinks, join us next time. Chapter 11 called A Family's Welcome. Oh, yeah. Then they're getting home. They're I think arriving. so. I think so. At very least, by the end of the chapter, they'll have gotten they're a little bit up of to it. The house Probably, or something. maybe half and half. I don't know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But that does imply they're definitely going to at least meet dad, sister, mother-in-law, whatever when they yeah. get back. So unless he's removed everyone from the house except Maynard and Millie, <gasps> no, because everyone because else is going to tell her stupid. about Jeannie. If he was smart, and the baby. I, I mean, why do we keep thinking he'd ever be smart? If no. he was smart, he would have just brought Maynard to the Abbey. 
to meet I'm her. I'm telling you. And, and then just, he would have gone home again. And, and then he would have brought Millie. And I will come back Millie. in a couple months. And you get to know your dad really well. And then well, even, yeah, your, your dad's going to stay in town for a week. And he'll come and visit you a little bit. And then and then I'll take him home. And then I'll bring the, the Millie next time. And you'll have a little bit of time to kind of slowly meet people. But Grant's an idiot. So uh. send us an email letting us know how you think Grant's an, idi- an idiot. Or, or try maybe to you love him. Grant. You can try. Yeah. You can try. We'll read it. If you email us <laughs> and tell us why Grant isn't a horrible excuse for a human being, we promise to read it on this podcast. All all, all opinions matter. Yeah. We will have a special mini episode dedicated to proving <laughs> you wrong, but it's fine. All righty. Wait, where can they contact us if they want to defend Grant? Did oh, that's say? a good question. It's our email. Snarky Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. Also questions comments suggestions all of the above we'll take anything <laughs> any email <laughs> please bye, bye. <laughs> books <laughs>